Congratulations on your film. I loved it. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. First, what is your history? Is this your first film? This is my first uh, official feature length film. I've been working in the uh, the commercial music video and documentary space for the last seven years uh, in Brooklyn, New York. But I was born in Philly, raised in the Lehigh Valley, and then I, uh, then I went to school at Drexel. Both my parents are from Delco. And then the town I grew up in uh, for most of my life was Germansville, Pennsylvania, in the Lehigh Valley. Why the Eagles, of all the football fans out there, why did you make a film about them? The Eagles fans, I should say. Yeah, I think because I, I grew up in it, you know. Um, both uh, both my uh, my parents are huge Eagles fans. My, my grandfather was actually at the 1960 championship, the last time the Eagles won. So it's kind of been in my family for a long time. So I've been going to the vet and seeing these kind of charismatic, you know, um, kind of outrageous maniac fans you know my whole life and uh i feel like because the media kind of stigmatizes them a bit and kind of puts them in this class as sometimes considering them the worst fans in the nfl i think it was it was easy for me to kind of try to see where all that passion comes from and and, and kind of give a deeper look as to where that reputation comes from whether it's warranted or not the title is a little bit curious to me because maybe next year sounds like your film does not show the Super Bowl win, but it does. The Maybe Next Year title kind of alludes to the fact that the Eagles kind of always get close to, you know, to winning it, but never are able to kind of really bring it home. So that's kind of where that title comes from. Okay. Now, how did you find these fans that you featured? A, a couple different ways. You know, we cast a large net and we tried to find different characters that kind of represented different sides of, of fandom. You know, there's a, a character like Barry, you know, who lives up in Reading and, you know, has, you know, runs the locker room, which is the biggest man cave uh, in America. And, uh, you know, we, we thought that he kind of uh, represented identity and that, you know, so much, you know, family, you know, so much of his fandom is wrapped up in who he is and that he loves his family, wants to put on these big parties in this, like, kingdom of eagles that he built. So we found him through... Uh, you know, just hearing about the locker room and hearing that it's, you know, about the man cave. And then Eagle Shirley, we, you know, we found out through the radio listening in the morning, you know, her calling in and, and, you know, we knew her passion would be great to kind of represent, you know, a different side and also, you know, having a, a woman's perspective on, on the material. You know, then there was, uh, you know, Jesse, who we just found in a bar. You know, we were, we were obviously through the season, we were kind of shooting in different places and, and talking to a lot of different people. We, you know, we just started talking to him and we found his story about, you know, his, his son having autism and his father who was sick, really compelling because he just felt like, you know, a kind of an average fan that loves the Eagles, but um, was uh, kind of on hard times, very similar to a lot of people in this city. And then there was Brian, you know, who runs his YouTube channel. We felt like he represented anger and so much of the frustration that Eagles fans go through. So we felt like the four of them kind of were a good way to kind of look at the season and look at fandom through their eyes. Yeah, yeah. Really interesting people that you found. Did all four of the fans come to the premiere? Yes, all, all four of them came. And uh, was that the first time they had seen the film? They'd seen it once before we sent them uh, a, a screener copy, but it was the first time they were all they had all met, which was pretty pretty cool. And uh, you know, obviously the first time they saw it on a big screen, and um, they were all kind of you know pretty blown away, and their uh, their reactions to just you know so many people um, kind of being uh, I guess blown away by their stories and kind of. Uh, you know, loving so much of the character that we show. Um, I think they were uh, they were pretty excited about the whole experience. And, uh, yeah, I was just really happy to share the night with the four of them because the movie really is their movie. 
So sports radio is almost like another character in the film. It's all over it. How did you get those bits? I mean, Mike Missanelli saying he's ready to honor those two words, Super Bowl, and things like that. Some really key phrases. What did you do? Sit around and just like tape their shows all the time and, until you got, some, you know? Yeah, well, we were able to partner with WIP in 97.5 and a couple other partners to, to get all of those bites. And, and we obviously were listening through the years, so some of them we kind of had earmarked. Like you said, the sports radio is definitely a character in the movie because it has such a huge presence in Philadelphia. You know, it, it, it really feels like it's a space for a lot of the fans to kind of air out their frustrations, you know, and to also share in the excitement when the team is doing well. A lot of these uh, these radio hosts are almost like therapists to a lot of these callers sometimes. So, you know, Philadelphia obviously is, is the real character, is the real main character of the film. And uh, we wanted to try to have as many voices you know, kind of represent um, the city as possible. I wanted to ask about the music, too, because I thought that it was very ethereal and moody and very subtle. Who made the music for your film? Uh, the music was done by the composer Jackson Greenberg. And, um, yeah, for us, you know, the kind of the approach was to kind of represent the sound of the area. You know, we used a lot of harmonica and saxophone and then also something that just felt very uh, atmospheric so you can kind of, take in a lot of the, uh, you know, the feeling of the town um, and not, you know, let it overtake, you know, your feelings, but almost kind of guide them. Well, it must have really been a very um, exciting experience for you to premiere this in Philly. I mean, it hasn't been shown anywhere else yet, right? Correct. No, yeah, we premiered it Monday, you know, it was the first time it was shown publicly. And uh, yeah, to be honest, it was one of the best nights of my life. I, I, you know, as a a boy growing up, an Eagles fan, I, I... this is, a, this is a dream come true. I mean, just the Eagles winning uh, was a dream come true. And, I, you know, something that I've been waiting for my whole life. And, uh, you know, and my, my family, they've been waiting for their whole life. So then to be there and capture all of the magic of the city and then, then premiere it in front of all these fans and, you know, on Monday and, and have their reactions, you know, hear what they think and be able to then be able to relive it. And people were laughing and people were crying. And it was just a, it was a beautiful night. And I'm I'm really excited to continue to share the, the film with more, you know, more people. How would it have been different if if we hadn't gone to the Super Bowl that year? I mean, you started filming it, obviously, not knowing. Yeah, I think it would have been more about uh, the fans, you know, more about how they kind of continue to, to live, you know, live and die with it. I think, you know, obviously it, it, it was beautiful that they won, and, and that really gave us the ending that we weren't expecting. But I think if they would have lost, I think it would have just been a story about hope and, and almost similar to Rocky in some ways, right? I mean, if you remember the first Rocky, I mean, he doesn't win, you know? You know I, think the, I think the film would have maybe had a similar approach in the idea that, um, you know, it's really about the town coming together and believing, and even if they would have lost, it would have been about, you know, what it, what it meant, you know, what the road meant to be there and, and believing in someone like Nick Bowles and the underdog mass and all the other things that kind of came along with it. And uh, even if we would have came up short, um, I think it would have really been about kind of the heartbreak, but also some of the beauty and beauty and, and, and what sports can still do to people and how it can bring a city together. But I think the fact that it did uh, lead to the Super Bowl, you know, you can say that now about the film, that this is a film that captures that year leading up to the Super Bowl, just makes it so much more important and historical, you know, 
So I think it, it kind of lifted your film to a whole other level of, of importance in a way. 100%. No, I, I'm, I'm extremely lucky that they want, like you said, from a historical standpoint, I, I, you know, I have something that um, people uh, will be able to reference as the first. I mean, you always kind of remember your first, and you know, this is something that they could, you know, they could win this year, they could win next year, I think. But I think that year will always, people will always remember and, and hold it in pretty high regard. So what do you think is going to happen with this film? Are you going to try and put it into other festivals? Are you hoping to get a distributor out of this Philly Film Festival screening? Yeah, so so both right now. We're, you know, right now we kind of just have our fingers crossed. Um, you know, Waveland Productions is, uh, you know, the, the company that helped make the project that we partnered with that was, uh, you know, instrumental in making the film possible from the very beginning. And uh, they've had really big success with uh, films like Won't You Be My Neighbor and Knock Down the House and Where's My Roy Cohen, you know, at both at festivals and through distribution. So we're hoping that we're going to be able to, uh, you know, to, to get distribution and, and also hoping to take it to a couple more festivals. Good, good. Well, I wish you well with it. Thank you so much for taking the time and wanting to spread, you know, spread the word about our film. I really, it, it really means a lot to me. Oh, well, you're welcome and congratulations and uh, all the best to you too with the future of it. Thanks so much. I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh-huh.